All right, hey everybody, I'm back. What's up? Happy New Year. Uh, I pray in Jesus' name again that everybody has a stupendous and blessed and spirit-filled and amazing and uh, fabulous 2023. I pray to every single person, especially if you're watching this video and especially if you watch all the way through. Now, I don't know what's going to happen if you don't watch all the way through and you don't support my ministries, but hey, <laughs> I'm just kidding. That was a joke. But anyways, guys, welcome back to my YouTube channel, Upload Past Crossroads, or wherever you're streaming from. I'm also live on my two Instagram pages, my underscore daily underscore Bible, and I'm also live on, uh, of course, my other Twitter page, Trouble Don't Last. That's also my handle for uh, my um, TikTok and my Snapchat as well. Let me share my screen so you guys can see my social media platforms. I'm also live on my Facebook and LinkedIn page, Sean. Deacon Sean is spelled S-E-A-N. I'm live on my YouTube channel on podcast upload past crossroads. Like I said, my Tumblr page, Trouble Don't Last Number One. All right, but let's go ahead and get into it, man. So uh, if you have been following my social media pages and my ministry, you know that um, I have been I have I have been doing a word of the year for a while. Like since 2018, I have been doing a word of the year every new year. And Life's all about evolving, changing, getting, being better than what you were yesterday, becoming more like Christ. So you're not going to always do what you always did, because if you did, you're always going to get the same results. And God wants us to be transformed. He wants to make us new. He wants to make us into a new creation, because every single one of his blessings are new every morning. And in order to get them, you got to become new. All right. So you guys know what I'm trying to say. But anyways, uh, you can't remain the same. All right. Let me keep on going. I got to get off that before I keep on uh teaching and preaching and stuff like that but anyways so my new year's resolution so my new year's resolution is always tailored to my word of the year so if you look at my screen on my youtube channel my facebook my linkedin wherever i'm sharing my screen from um you can see that i had a word of the year last year my word of the year was monetization right i wanted to be monetized in multiple ways because a millionaire has several streams of income coming in. That's why they're a millionaire. So that's always been my goal to be a millionaire, billionaire, stuff like that. Um, so of course I want to get paid for preaching and teaching the Bible. So through social media as well. So Instagram, that's why Instagram's on there, but also like Facebook, Twitter, YouTube, you name it. Um, which I'm almost halfway there on YouTube. All right, I've been had a thousand subscribers since I had a YouTube channel. I just never had the watched hours like they changed it it used to be you only needed a thousand watched hours to get paid on youtube now it's four thousand i'm only at freaking two thousand so guys i need you guys to share my content you know, tell everybody about my youtube channel uplift past crossroads so everybody can watch these videos and stuff like that so i can be get paid for social media and do it more like I, it'd be great if i could make preaching and teaching and motivational speaking into a full-time job so i don't have to do anything else and i can really Pour in everything I got into it. But yeah, guys, you get what I'm saying. Same thing with stock market and investing, you know, animation, uh, schooling, you know, going back to school for seminary. So I can, um, yeah, <laughs> do preaching and stuff like that. Yeah, so you guys get it. That was my word of the year last year. In 2018, it was social media. So where I'm at today is because of my commitment and the word, my uh, determination to you know, focus on my word of the year for 2018, which was social media. I think 2019 was kind of social media. It's always still social media. So, like, this was funny. Whatever my word of the year has always been, I've always uh, 
kept on doing it in a way. So social media was probably my word of year 2019, but also it was animation. I wanted to start doing animation. So doing 2D animation at least to get all my ideas out there. Because guys, I got a lot of animated ideas that can help and motivate you and just give you everything you need. Like Pixar shorts and Pixar movies, like like they mean so much. Like <laughs> one movie can speak volumes and speak in a lot of ways to everybody, but it's always one point. Like the movie Encanto, I did a video on that before. But anyways, um, yeah, like, uh, what was I talking about? Uh, 2019, 2021, where years animation, but I didn't really, uh, it's like with every single year with my word of year, it's not enough. You know what I mean? Like, I don't do any of it, essentially. <laughs> and I don't accomplish what I want to accomplish with my word of the year. Like, because my word of the year is tailored to a lot of goals, a lot of like things stream from that word of the year, just like you saw with the, uh, YouTube video I did um, on my 2002 New Year's resolution. But anyways, um, the reason why I'm doing this video is, you know, I learned a lot from everybody that reached out to me uh, with the post I made. Uh, let me go to it real quick. Um, about two days ago, I posted this picture. Yeah, two days ago, I posted this picture. And I was celebrating my 30th birthday. My birthday was on December 28th. Even though it's what is it? And now it's Monday, January 9th uh, at 1:23 a.m. But anyways, um, yeah, with this post, I was telling people just you know to reach out to me, give me some encouragement and motivation and hope and a gloomy time I'm going through right now, which is my gloomy time I'm going through right now is I'm depressed about getting older, right? Getting older and not accomplishing what I thought I would accomplish by the age I'm at now, and it started since I was 25. But now it's gotten worse every single year. And at this rate, <laughs> like I'm gonna be really impressive. I'm 40 and 50 and haven't changed the world. You know what I'm saying, guys? So yeah, I'm very goal-oriented. So like what I want to happen, I want it to happen. Like everything that God has, you know, told me that's supposed to happen, everything that God equipped me to do, everything that uh just the path that god has set me on i know I'm, I'm being obedient i know i'm doing what god called me to do i know i'm utilizing all my spiritual gifts so i'm not wasting any of my talents doing my best not to right so i'm trying to glorify god and be faithful in everything that he with everything he's given me everything that's coming my way you guys get know what i'm trying to say but um yeah like i had to learn that you know sometimes god's plan it's not your plan. And sometimes God's plan may be your plan, but <laughs> it may not be the time for that plan to come into fruition, right? Somebody commented on that Instagram post. If you guys look at it, like that comment section was crazy. Go on my YouTube, go on my Instagram page, Trouble Don't Last, and my uh, other Instagram page, my underscore, Dave underscore, Bobby, you can see all the comments uh, to that post, even on my Facebook page when I posted it. But like, Man, the comments, man, thank you guys. If you reached out to me and talked to me and you blessed me with some inspiration and hope, I read all of it. You guys rock. The people that said happy birthday to me, that kind of just made me even more sad. Like, don't say happy birthday to me. Say, give me some hope. Like, <laughs> you know, like, pray for me. Like, um, but yeah, a lot of people gave me a lot of great insight and hope and just what I needed. And that's the biggest thing I learned. So I learned a lot. But the biggest, you know, basically I, I did this video because I want to talk about my new, what I'm doing now for this, this year. Like my whole mindset has changed, right? So I'm starting a series on my YouTube channel titled, I Hate My Birthday. 
because when I was going through this, I couldn't find anything. I couldn't find no sermons. I couldn't find no devotionals. I couldn't find anybody speaking on getting sadder as you get older, you know, getting more depressed as you get older or like just not being happy with your life, you know, on your birthday. Like I haven't, I haven't found anything like that. Uh, so I guess I'm, I know I'm not the only person to go through it. So that's why I have my YouTube channel upload past crossroads. I'm here to upload people through the crossroads that they go through, through the hardships and the problems that they face. I'm here to give you motivation, revelation, uplift past whatever you're going through. So, um, yeah, man, like, cause it's going to be in the past. See, everybody thinks past is spelled wrong, but it's not, it's going to, what cross what crossroads you're going through is going to be a testimony. It's going to be in your past. You're going to be able to look back and thank God for what he did through it. Right. So, yeah. So my word of the year this year, just from everything I've been learning, like I learned my 30th birthday, by the way, I have three, the number three and zero right here for 30. It's my 30th birthday. And, um, uh, so it's my 30th year of life, chapter 30. So this year, what I'm doing is I'm just going to surrender. That's my word of the year this year. And let's draw a picture out. Like, you know, I'm a visual person. I know everybody else probably visual too. So let's do this right now. I'm going to just do it on this picture. Um, so my word of the year this year is going to be surrender. Right? Uh, let me go ahead and... And I, I'm gonna change it. Let's go to the. I wanna go to the hymnal too. I wanna have the hymnal popped up when I talk about it. All right. So you guys know where I'm going at with having this hymnal up. I know I'm not gonna need anything else. So I'm gonna make this slide bigger. And then, all right. So now we, we're we're all set now. All right. So a word of the year this year is surrender. So let me draw it out. Oh no, that's too thin. I need it thicker. I'll make it bigger. Uh -oh, not really All right, guys, I don't use this too much, so it's gonna look weird. I should. This is why I need a touch screen because it's so much easier to write on a touch screen. Like the handwriting actually looks like the handwriting you actually write in, but I'm pretty sure you guys can see it pretty well. So my word of the year this year for. 2023 is surrender. And what am I surrendering? I'm surrendering my life. That's what I'm surrendering. I'm surrendering my plans. That's perfect that it's orange because you wouldn't be able to see if it was over there. What else am I surrendering? <laughs> uh, my mind. I'm surrendering my mind. Uh, oh, yeah. That's what else I'm surrendering. My bank account, man. <laughs> oh, man. Yeah, sorry for my handwriting. I, I actually write way better than this, but this actually don't look too bad. I'm pretty, I'm pretty happy with what's happening with my handwriting right now. I'm surrendering. Uh, I want to say my marriage. Like, 
because I'm trying to get married to Maya. She's my fiance. And just that whole process. So I don't know what to call it, but I'm surrendering that process. So I'm just going to call it marriage. You guys know. Like, I'm trying to get married to her. So, like, I don't know how I'm going to pay for it. Like, with everything I'm going through, I don't even have a car. That's what I'm A car. I'm writing that down. I'm surrendering, like, anything I want. Like, all my plans, I'm surrendering all the God. Like, I have so much stuff I want to do. Like, seminary, that's something else. Like, I keep on going. I can tell you all my goals. Like, having a church, like, having a successful ministry, being on a level of, like, Pastor Furtick, even, I'll even say Joel Osteen, because everybody know him. Like, you know, just being on that level. Like, where everybody, I get paid to talk and preach, and everybody comes to me for that. Like, you know what I'm saying? I can do that for full time. And just focus on that and just focus, stay in the word. Like that's that's my goal. I just want to be in the word so much I can like learn as much as possible, more than anybody else, because I'm there in it so much, right? And I can do a lot with it. But you guys know what I'm trying to say. Like, I'm surrendered, surrendering it all. Like the reason why I was so depressed and for my birthday, my 30th birthday, was because I wasn't surrendered, man. Like I literally was focused on what I want instead of what God wants, right? I was focused on my will instead of God's will. Like, <laughs> I wanted things my way instead of God's way, right? And as a believer, oh, my goodness. See, that's what the world can do. Let the world do that. When you try to live like the world does, like, it's not going to work out for you, right? So that that brings me to a song, right? If my word of the year is surrender, like, that's, that's a hymnal right? And here goes the hymnal. It's all to Jesus, I surrender. All to him, I freely give. I will ever love and trust him in his presence daily live. (laughs) Man, I surrender all. I surrender all. All to thee, my blessed Savior. I surrender all. Like my word of the year this year is surrender. And for the rest of my life will definitely be surrender. Like I'm learning, I was depressed, like, I was in an identity crisis, basically, like, it's so much I was going through, like, if you hate your birthdays, and you're like me, and you're just sad that you're getting older, and you haven't accomplished what you wanted and set out to do by that age, because I'm very goal-oriented, I'm very ambitious, and, like, I'm laser-focused, and I, and I, and I, I'm doing all this. This I don't have these plans. These aren't my plans. These are all God's plans. Like, this is how he laid out my life. So I know I'm being obedient. But now it's about making sure my heart's right, right? Now it's making sure I'm doing it for the right reasons. Now it's about making sure that my intentions and motives are pure because I'm going to have to answer to God on Judgment Day. And though if my motives and intentions aren't pure behind what I do now, I'm already bound for the promised land. That's not the question. Like, that's not the problem, right? I've been blood brought. Jesus paid the price for me. I believe in him. That's it, right? So, like, that's already set in stone. But if I want what I'm doing on earth to last for all eternity, right, for all lifetime, like, I got to make sure I'm storing up treasures in heaven. The only way to make sure I'm storing up treasures in heaven is if I'm doing what God wants me to do and I'm surrendered to his will and I have the, and I'm not doing it for myself, I'm doing it for him. So, and that's hard to say because, guys, like what I'm learning, too, I was talking with Terry. Terry's one of the guys I do Bible studies and uh, videos with. And he's, man, he turned it, turned into a really, really good friend. He's my Paul. 
Everybody needs a Paul Barnabas and Timothy. But anyways, um, yeah, I was talking with him, man, and he just gave me so much insight and revelation that I need. And the biggest thing he said to me was, um, yeah, it's not about you. It's not about what you want. It's not about how you want life to go. It's about what God wants, right? And what's done for Christ will last. But what's done for yourself, what's done for somebody else, what's done for whoever, like if it ain't, if it ain't got God's name on it and it's not for him, it's not what he told you to do, it's not going to last. And what's the point of doing it? So like, oh, that's what I was going to say too. Like when it's not, when you're, when you're, you're getting a lot of followers on social media and you become more popular and like your reach and your territory and all that becomes bigger, it's really, really challenging. And it's going to be a daily battle to like make sure your heart is doing things for the right reason. Because you kind of get stuck in the algorithm. You kind of get stuck in, like, I'm doing this task because I know it needs to get done instead of doing it for God. Like, you know what I'm saying? Like, your 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 motives and intentions were pure to start off, right? Of, you know, making these Christian posts and talking about the Bible and preaching the word. But, like, once you get enough hand claps and you get enough people talking and you know saying how thankful they are and more people see you and stuff, you start to get the big head. And then you lose sight on who you're really doing it for and who it's really for. Because <laughs> everybody makes it seem like it's you doing it when it's God, right? And so that's where I've been at. And that's how I know like Elevation's coming. Like I'm about, I'm gonna get to where God want, call, told me I was gonna be. It's kind of like where Joseph, like Joseph had a dream. God told him, man, your brothers are gonna bow down before you. They're the stars, and they were bowing down to something. I don't remember, but anyways, like Joseph's dream eventually came true, but it took years. Like I was called to preach at 17. Like I knew I was called to preach. I'm freaking 30. Like. I don't have a church. I don't have um, a big ministry. I don't have anything like God told me I would have. But that's the whole point. Like, it's not about what you want and when you want it, how you want it. It's about what God wants. So it's about your relationship with him. Like, it's about growing in love and fellowship with him. It's about enjoying the moment in life with him because he's always there. He's always available. And you have to surrender to him. So this year and from now on the rest of my life, like I've been surrendering to God. I really have. But I'm making it my first priority. I'm making sure that am I doing this for God? Or am I doing this for myself? You know, because I want everything I do on this earth to touch millions and billions of people so that everybody can get saved and everybody can make it to the promised land. I'm trying to expand the kingdom. I ain't doing this for me. If I was doing it for me, I wouldn't preach. Like, I ain't want to be called. To, I, I didn't even think I was called to preach. Ain't nobody said Sean Chris Virginia was called to preach when I was younger. It was always my older brother who's named after my dad, who is a preacher. My dad's a preacher. So everybody already deemed my older brother to be the preacher. But look who it is, like, you know? So 
you know, I'm freely giving everything to God from now on, man. And I already do do that, but no, I mean, yeah, my minute, my my social media page is for God. Like, that's no debate. Like, my ministries and way I do things is for God. Like, but I'm talking about me personally. Like, my heart, my mind, my soul. Like, because Billy Graham kind of said that. I read a book. It's one of his last books. Billy Graham wrote a lot of books. He's an evangelist in the 19th century, you know, or in the 20th century, you don't know who he is. Uh, he's one of the biggest evangelists ever, arguably. But uh, he wrote in his book when he was 95, 93, he said that um, his biggest regret in life is um, focusing on preaching and teaching and traveling so much that he did it so much that he didn't focus on and his biggest regret is he didn't focus on growing in relationship more with God, like him for himself personally, like getting what he needed through the word personally. And that's not my ministry. Like my ministry is making sure that I get what I need and I share you, I share to you what I've received from God. I'm not gonna ever preach something I don't know. I'm not gonna ever preach something I didn't experience. I'm gonna make sure I tell you what I know, what I know, what I don't, what I know. Like what God has given me to say, right? What God has done for me, I'm going to share with you so that it can help you through your adversity. So I'm going to do another video talking about that, how, you know, the comfort that God gives me through my adversity and my trials. Because you know what? A preacher's face hard times too. P leaders face tribulations and adversity as well. Like everybody who's a high official that you think, think you know, don't put on their pants and on both legs and just magically got to where they are. They didn't have to work and grind. Like them people, they have struggles too. Everybody has problems and hard times, but especially preachers, man. They have it the worst. That's what I'm learning. So like, because <laughs> I am one now. So in saying that, guys, like, I'm going to surrender, man. I'm going to surrender daily. In his presence, daily live. That's where I'm going to live, daily in his presence. And I, I, I do that to an extent, but I don't do it enough. And that's why I'm going to stay. Like, you know, so I won't say you won't ever see me on social media. That's a lie. Like, I I got to share what God has shared with me. Because if I keep it to myself, I become consumed with fire. I think Ezekiel said that. I don't remember who said that in the Bible. In the Bible but, yeah, man, I'm going to forever love and trust God. And I'm going to always surrender to him. Man, I'm going to surrender everything to him. My ministry, my heart, my soul what I'm doing on a daily basis, my work, my career. Like, I'm in a tough – last week was a hard week, guys, for me. Like, it wasn't just my birthday situation, but also for work. At Ernst & Young, my laptop stopped working, so I haven't worked in two weeks now, man. And it's going through a lot, man. So I just hope I still got a job when I go back. So still got to find a laptop and stuff like that, get that situated. But I hope it all – I know it all is going to work out, man. I'm going to forever love – and trust God. You trust God. You have your put your faith in Him, man. He's gonna make a way. All you gotta do is surrender it all to Him. So whatever you're going through, surrender it all to Him. So that's what I'm gonna do. I'm just gonna surrender it all to Him. And you know what? Let me share these uh, tweets, man. I just I just tweeted this stuff, man. And it's so powerful. Like you know how sometimes you read quotes and stuff, and it don't mean a hill of beans to you. It don't mean anything to you. Until you go through what it's talking about. Like it hits the spot when you're actually facing what you're reading. So 
let me go ahead and share my screen here. All right, so I just tweeted this just now, just by the way. So, so let's read this one. So, surrender it all to God. Yeah, we got that. Um, I tweeted. Uh, oftentimes, the more we surrender to God, the greater our ability to see His hand in our life. Mm-mm-mm. So, you're gonna see more of God in me and through me and my ministry if I surrender more to Him. Because the closer you are to Him, the more you become like Him. The closer the the more time you spend with god the more god is seen through you and also the more you surrender to god the more he's going to be our work in your life right and that's all i want guys like i'm not doing this for me i'm doing this for you because i love my neighbor and i know all of us need god this world needs god more than ever before and God is here to stay. His word is here to stay. His word ain't going nowhere. So he is truth. That's it. There's no debate. If so, in saying that, what, what, doing anything that he says, says to do is going to last forever. And so I want to make an impact in this world. But I'm going to do it in God's timing and not mine. I may want to do it right now. I may want to be great like all these great preachers that everybody know. Whoever great, whoever's a great pastor that you know, I want to be just like them. But I want to reach even more people. And maybe that just takes time. Maybe that takes just trusting God. Maybe, maybe that's not his will for me. You know, am I okay with that? That's one thing Terry said to me. <laughs> so yeah, man. So I'm gonna just be faithful and just love God no matter what, man. Like, so yeah, guys, you get it. All right, so uh, the next quote I have is surrendering God does not mean you are weak. Surrendering means being strong enough to know that God has a better way. And that's what I'm trying to say, guys. Like maybe what I want isn't what God wants for me in my life. Maybe I am wrong and got it wrong with what God's plans are for my life. And if that's the case, then I'm going to surrender what God wants because God knows better. So maybe I'll never be anybody. Maybe I will only reach one person, like Terry said. Like, maybe I'm not reaching anybody. And that's my ministry, like like uh, Jeremiah. So I'm surrendering to whatever God wants to do, man. I mean, I don't want that, honestly. My flesh don't. But I'm going to surrender to whatever God wants because God knows best, right? When I'm strong enough to know, God knows better than me. I mean, I'm humble enough to know that God knows way more than me. And his plan is way better than what I can ever orchestrate for myself. So, all right. And then lastly, last quote I'll share with you guys is, you know, when you surrender to Jesus, everyone who knows you will start to see it. Right. Your life will no longer look like it's under your rule. Renounce your throne and let Jesus reign over your life. So. In 2023, I'm renouncing my throne, man. I'm, re- I'm renouncing what I want. You know, it ain't about what I want. It's about, it's about what God wants. You don't know why, guys? I'm going to share this in another video, but one of my favorite verses of all time is Proverbs uh, 19.21. And in Proverbs 19.21, uh, Jesus, God says that, you know, many are the plans in a person's heart. Uh, but it's the Lord's purposes that will prevail. 
So let me find that uh, verse real quick. Yeah, here it is. So let me share my screen so you guys can see it. Because so many versions of the Bible, you, it, it's so powerful reading all the different versions because then you can really see a good picture of what the verse is trying to say. But uh, Proverbs 19, 21 says, there are many devices in a man's heart. Nevertheless, the counsel of the Lord, that shall stand, right? Another version of the Bible, the ESV says, many of the many are the plans in the mind of a man but it's the purpose of the Lord that will stand, right? NIV reads, many are the plans in a person's heart, but it's the Lord's purpose that prevails. And I like the King James Version, man. There are many devices in a man's heart. There's many ambitions, dreams, hopes. There's many things you want to happen in this world, right? And in your heart, in your mind, and in your soul, there's many things that you want. Nevertheless, it's the counsel of God that shall stand. I love that verse so much. And it's a testimony for me because you know, you want to know how you know you hear from God is when he tells you something and you and you didn't know it was in the Bible and then you read it, right? That happened to me one time. Oh, it happened to me a, two, a few times. But one time specifically when I was in college and I kept on, it was my freshman year of college. I didn't want to run track at all. And so it's funny how God works, by the way, like everything's a test, right? And it's getting you ready for the next test. Everything that you go through is just another level that's, that God is trying to take you through to get you to other levels, right? And you have to learn these lessons and get what you need from these different levels and tests for the test to come. So what I'm going through right now, I already knew, but God is really, is basically put an exclamation point on what i already know right and that's how it works so like in college man my freshman year of college i ran track for tennessee state university and uh long story short i didn't want to run again that next year my sophomore year but and i kept on writing every single day my freshman year like i was not gonna run track in my journal like in my journal every single day i wrote man i'm not doing track no more i don't want to be around these black people no more these hoodlums Man, they got in so many fights. They were cursing like sailors, man. They party. They fought everywhere they went. They always party. And they fought at Vanderbilt University my freshman year and got in trouble. And so they got the whole track team in trouble. But then Coach Cheese stopped punishing the whole track team because I said something because I'm not, I'm not partying, obviously. I'm just reading my Bible in my room. Like, I ain't running for nobody. Like, that if I ain't did nothing and we run enough for track, like, got me messed up. Anyways. <laughs> Um, yeah, so my freshman year, I kept on saying I wasn't going to run track. I told everybody on track, and everybody knew I was not running track again that next year. And so then I still remember I went to my, my coach, Rachel, my high jump coach. And Coach Rachel, man, he's like Mickey from Rocky for me. Like how Rocky, how Mickey was for Rocky, the movie, that's how Coach Rachel was to me. So, and he'll, so he'll talk and he'll just be like, Sean, man, you ain't going to match nothing, man. You're not going to ever do anything. You're just gonna lose today in the day's track meet, so you know, go lose. And so then I'll come in first place during the track meet in the high jump. And so then he said, See, I told you you could do it. Yeah, I told you you can come in first place. I knew you could do it, man. I'm like, Coach, you just said I couldn't do it. He'd be like, No, I didn't. I knew you could do it. I told you you could. And that's how he that's how he would talk to me. He just always say something negative. And as soon as I prove him wrong, he's like, See, I told you you could do it. <laughs> and that was my coach, Rachel, man. So, like, I remember I went to him. And I told him that uh, I wasn't going to do track again that year. Well, I'll do track again the next year. So my sophomore year of college. 
And I told him, like, you know, it's just not for me and all that stuff. I don't remember what I said. I just remember him sticking out his hand. And he told me, you know, to put it on God that you do track again next year. Put it on God that you'll serve him one more time. You know, put it on God that you'll do what God called you to do and do the high jump. And I was like, what? Like, (laughs) I'm not making that deal. Like, he had his hand stuck out. And wanted me to shake his hand. I was like, I'm not making that deal. I can't, I can't meet, I cannot do that deal. Like, I have no strength to do track again. And that's the whole point, guys. In life, God's gonna put you in a situation where you have no strength, where you don't understand, where you you don't think you can make it. You don't think it's gonna work out, right? God puts you in impossible situations to show that He's the God of the, of the impossible. He puts you in situations you can't do that you don't have the strength to do or know that you have the strength to do. And he puts you in those situations to show you that he is your strength. He is your hope. He is everything you need. And he has enough for you to get through what you're about to, what, what he's calling you to go through next. Right. And so I still remember I shook Coach Rachel's hand. I made the agreement with him and said, I was going to run track again next year. And I still remember going up the stairs at TSU. If you go to the track, the outdoor track at Tennessee State University in Nashville, Tennessee. Um, there's like a long, long, long steps to get to the very top to where the whole university is. It's ridiculous. And we used to always run those steps, the high jumpers and long jumpers, triple jumpers, shot putters, like anybody in field events. That's why the field events scored the most points at Tennessee State University because uh, Coach Rachel used to work us like dogs, man. But anyways, um, I remember going to a pool, the pool area in Gentry at Tennessee State University. And when I went in there, I just got on my knees in like a secluded area and was crying. And God told me, what's up? What's up? I said, what's up? You're God. You know everything. What you asking me what's up for? You know what? That's what's up. What the heck? Like, I went in on God. I was so offended that he was saying what's up. And that's the funny thing. God knows exactly how to push your buttons, man. But anyways. Um, yeah, so God gave me the strength I needed in that conversation. He hit me with three scripture verses. One was first Corinthians 10, 13, you know, no tension, no temptation has overcame you. That is not common to man. Um, yeah, that one, you just read it. First Corinthians 10, 13, Proverbs 19, 21, and then Job 23, 10. So Proverbs 19, 21, I think that was last. But either way it goes, like every scripture verse that God gave me filled me up and filled me with hope. Every scripture verse that God gave me gave me exactly what I needed to trust his will, to trust his will, trust his way, trust his plan and to walk in it, even though I didn't want to. Mm, I'm preaching myself right now. <laughs> like um, when he hit me with Proverbs 19, 21, I did not know that was in the Bible. That's the whole point. Like, I never heard that scripture verse before in my life. I just heard God say, you know, Sean, you can go left, you can go right. You can make whatever choices you want to make in life. But at the end of the day, my will will prevail in your life. So basically, God was saying, Proverbs 19, 21, he was saying, you can fight against me if you want as a believer, as my child. You can try to think that your arms can box against God. But when he says go somewhere, you're going to go if it's his will. Right. Because his will will prevail over anything. It will stand above everything. You're not going to get away from it. 
So he wanted me to run track again my sophomore year. And long story short, guys, I ran track again my year. It was way better than our first year. Because first of all, he wanted me to run again because I didn't learn the lessons I needed to learn the first year, which was, you know, stop being racist against black people. Stop thinking you're better than other people who are black. So being a Pharisee, essentially, especially looking down at people who are, uh, you know, sinners and stuff like that. Like, you're not better than them. You struggle, too. Like, <laughs> you better love on them, like, because how you love them is showing if you know God or not, right? So, um, yeah, it's just a lot of lessons I need to learn. Run, and that's why he made me run again that next year. And what was funny, it was so humbling, because that first year, my freshman year of college, I came in first place every track meet. Now, my second year of college in the high jump, I only came in second place. Maybe only, I only came in second place every track meet, maybe third. Because my teammate Daryl Rice came and he did the high jump as well at Tennessee State University and he beat me every track meet. And long story short, I told him he got cocky one day in practice. I was like, man, stop telling me what to do. Like, I was trying to help him when he was jumping and stuff like that. I was just trying to, I always helped out my teammates if they needed help and stuff like that. Because I would want to know, you know, what did I do wrong when I jumped so I can fix it. So that's what I would, you know, do for people like him, but especially him. He was so much better than me, by the way. Like, he was like my Goliath, and I'm David. I could never beat him, even if I wanted to. But <laughs> so he beat me every trap me. And I still remember I told him, you know, work on this. Like, you know, and then you'll get it, man. You got it. And he was like, Sean, stop telling me what to do, man. You'll never beat me. You'll stand a shot. I was like, what? I was like, I was like I'm your teammate. What are you talking about? He's like, yeah, Sean. Like, you have no right to tell me how to jump, man. Like, who are you? Like, you come second to me every track meet. You don't stand a chance against beating me. And I said, man, Daryl, let me tell you something. I put my hand on his shoulder and I said, man, when it hurts you the most and when you least expect it, God's going to bless me with beating you. He was like, what? Like, I was like, yeah. <laughs> I said it again. <laughs> it's like, boy, you, he said, you should be ashamed of yourself, man. And he's a preacher kid, too, so it was hilarious. And then, long story short, Last track meet came around, and it's the last track meet of the year, outdoor championship. Don't remember where it was, but either way it goes, I came in third place, my last track meet ever, in the OVC conference at Tennessee State University, with Tennessee State University. Uh, so look it up. <laughs> um, and I beat Daryl. Daryl didn't even jump a height. Like, I, I literally like demolished them, but, but I wasn't, we're teammates, so it didn't matter. We we're trying to score points. And so at the end of the track meet, Daryl was like, Sean, you were right. I was like, what are you talking about? I was right. Like, and this was a long time ago, guys. Like it took months for this to happen. Like, so I didn't know what he was talking about. He said, Sean, you told me when it matters the most and when it hurts me the most, God was going to bless you with beating me. And you did. I was like, oh, I don't even remember saying that. Like, <laughs> That's how God works, guys. You make any plans you want. You can you can have uh, you, you can have a have your life all set out the way you want it to be set out, but it don't matter. God is gonna have His way regardless. So if you're a believer, you might as well just learn that right now. Otherwise, you're gonna put yourself in situations and through hurt you can avoid if you just trust in the Lord and surrender to what He wants. Right. So. That's my video for today, guys. You guys get it. So you know the drill, man. It's your boy, Sean Christopher Jenkins, a.k.a. Dr. J. 
So you know what to do. Uh, here goes my social media pages. I'm streaming live on my YouTube page and my podcast, Upload Past Crossroads. So if you go to my YouTube channel, Upload Past Crossroads, you'll see that I have a playlist uh, titled Word of the Year and New Year's Resolution. So just in case you watch this years after I've made this, go to that playlist and watch all the videos I've done on Word of the Years and New Year's Resolutions and stuff like that. And then also I have a playlist titled um, Surrendering to God. Or uh, what else is it called? Surrendering to God's plan. Just anything like that. You can find that playlist on my YouTube channel as well. Surrendering to God's, surrender God's will, surrendering to God. Yes, yeah, so all that stuff. And you can just find videos on that because that's what this video is going to be going under as well. So yeah, I'm streaming live on my Facebook and LinkedIn page, Sean Christopher Jenkins. So be friend me on those. Guys, I have the best social media pages. I don't know if you guys checked it out. But my Twitter, Snap, my Instagram. Trouble don't last. Go to those. Be friend me. Like, like all my content. You know, you know the drill. Got shared. All right. So that's my TikTok, Instagram, Snap, and Twitter. Trouble don't last. My other Instagram page is my underscore Bible, and then my Tumblr page is Trouble don't last number one. So those are my social media pages. So yeah, I showed you my tweets, guys. So uh, I lost my 40k following uh, J- July 19, 2021. But I started a new, you know, a new page of Trouble Don't Last Again. And God has been good, man. I'm at 17.8K. So by the time, you know, the page always going to grow. So it's going to be definitely way more than this, you know, over time. So, yes, yeah, so go to my Twitter page, man. It's lit, man, for real, for real. So, all right, guys, that's the video. I'll talk to you guys later, man. Again, I pray that everybody has a stupendous and remarkable year this year. And, again, if you struggle with depression, especially for your birthday and when you think about how old you're getting and stuff like that, this series is for you. And I titled this series, I Hate My Birthday. So that series is on my YouTube channel, Upload Past Crossroads. So y'all go to that series and let me give you all the revelations that God has shared with me to give to you, right? So I'll talk to you guys later. Peace out.